Welcome to Subliminal Message Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, ducks, dogs, cats, whatever you want to call yourself. Obviously, nowadays you can edit yourself whatever the hell you want to. But nevertheless, I have a very special project coming for you. Let's get into it. has never lost so much time trying to learn from Crow. In 1947, Pope Pius III was more than willing to allow black money to flow through his bank. Whether legal or not, the Vatican was more than willing and not discriminating to allow that black money to flow through. By black money, I mean everything illegal that they put laws on you for. Everything that we go to jail for, they are doing. The most demented devilish and discriminatory things. When they say we go bump in the night, they will become the night. The Truman administration already had funded more than 350 million to see the Holy See for economic relief and political payments, including 30 million to generate propaganda against communism, reactivating the Christian Democratic Party, American Cardinal Francis Spellman arranged to bombard Italy with radio messages from American celebrities such as Frank Sinatra and Bing Cosby along with Gary Cooper, urging the people to rise up in support of the Christian Democrats, giving the people of Italy a choice between slavery and freedom. However, this ideal was nothing more than a mirage, a mirage, and shortly lived and fell into darkness. Pius III soon realized he would need millions more in cash from Uncle Sam. He was no stranger to U.S. intelligence agents. At the close of the war, the Pope, along with Monsignor Giovanni Battista Montina, his undersecretary of state, had worked with Dolis and the OSS to create the rat lines used to help Nazis escape Europe. Several prominent Nazis, including Walter Roth, who had led an extermination unit of the SS across Italy, still remained sheltered within the Vatican City. In 1945, the Pope had held private audiences with Bill, Wild Bill Donovan to discuss the implementation of Gladio and had de decorated him as a crusader against communism with the Grand Cross of the Order of St. Sylvester, the oldest and the most prestigious of papal knighthoods, 
Wild Bill, Wild Bill Donovan, of course, was the man who was responsible for Operation Sunrise. He mounted it from his walk-up office in Berlin, Switzerland. And burned Switzerland. Very sorry about that. Where, since 1942, he had maintained contact with key Nazis. Operation Sunrise was conceived when these Nazis decided, in the face of defeat, that they preferred to that they preferred to surrender to the Americans and British, double-crossing the Russians, and the agreement was signed April 29, 1945. The principal negotiator on the German side was the SS commander Karl Wolf, head of the Gestapo in Italy. Wolf acted with full authority, for he was formerly chief of Heinrich Himmler's personal staff. Wolf's relationship with Dolly spared him from the dock at Nuremberg. But when it was later discovered that he had dispatched at least 300,000 Jews to the Treblinka death camp, he had handed a token sentence. In 1983, Wolf made the social pages. When he and some of his old, some of his old SS buddies sojourned on the late Hermann George's yacht, Carlin II of Hamburg. The skipper was Gert Heidman, an avowed Hamburg Nazi. The yacht in question belonged to the widow Emma Goring, whose estate attorney was the celebrated Melvin Belly. Belly, also in the tabloids, celebrated in the news, has also had an elastic clientele. He represented Jack Ruby, the famous after he shot Oswald, and he represented actor Earl Flynn's family's interests. Flynn's, once a close friend of Ronald Reagan, has been identified as having collaborated with the Gestapo. In the months before the 1948 national election, the CIA dumped $65 million of its black money into the Vatican Bank, pushing more to turn the Vatican instead of the Holy to the condemned. Much of the cash was hand-delivered in large suitcases by members of the Luciano Syndicate, including clerics with affiliations to the Sicilian Mafia. The reception of this money by the Holy See was held in strictest confidentiality. Heroin, among other drugs, which remained the source for the black money. Cipelia the Italian pharmaceutical giant continued to supply drugs to the Sicilian Mafia. Once received by a chain of businesses that had been set up in Palomar, Palamo by Luciano and Don Carlo, the CIA established protected drug routes into these ports by developing close ties to the Mafia, tainting International Long Horsemen's Association which remained under the thumb of Rosario Sario Megavario. The movement of the product throughout the country was facilitated by Jimmy Hoffa and the other leaders of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters working with the Mafia-owned trucking companies, including the Long Island Garment Trucking Company, which is run by John Oramento, Harriet Slinger, Head of the Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs, BNDD, noted the sharp rise in the supply of heroin in African-American neighborhoods 
and the subsequent rise in addiction. Hearing from informants that the drugs were coming from Luciano, Charles Sigueroso, and the other BNDD agents hastily went to Sicily where they were ordered to hunt and fully stalk the deported gangsters and every move they would make. Before too long, they would caught one very syndicated member, Luciano, with a half ton of heroin being ready for shipment to Havana. Although Sagoso pressed for an arrest, Lucky's work was a matter and remained a matter of national security. In the months of 1947, hundreds of the mafia-made men began to arrive in Italy from New York, Chicago, and Miami to aid Luciano and Don Calo Carlo in addressing the communist problem. The CIA's black money from mob muscle was paid out by the Vatican Bank from enthusiastically organizations, including Catholic Action. With the force of the mafia now ready, hell would come. Don Calo Carlo and a and an army of thugs, including Vito Giovanni's cousins, Giovanni Gervasi, burned down 11 communist branch offices and more four assass- assassination attempts on communist leader Garlemo Licasi. Frank Capallo opened fire on a crowd of workers celebrating May Day in Portello della Genestria, killing 11 and wounding 57. Funds for the massacre were provided by Wild Bill Donovan through his Wild through his World Commerce Corporation. Placido Rosito was found dead at the bottom of a cliff, legs and arms chained, and a bullet through his head. Throughout 1948, in Sicily alone, the CIA backed terror attacks, resulting in the killing of average five people a week. Monsignor Don Gepesipio. Bashirio, acting upon papal authority, creating a terror gang and attacked them with smashing left-wing political gatherings and intimidating voters. The jeeps, the money, the guns, the vehicles, and anything else for the Monsignor terror attack were furnished by the CIA from surplus World War II stockpiles. On election day, Men stuffed ballot boxes and bribed voters with gifts and freshly laundered drug money, ensuring the Christian Democrats triumphantly returned to power. Pius III continued to tighten his ties with the CIA into a Gordon knot that no one could unravel. The CPD continued to receive more than $20 million in annual aid from the CIA. In return, the CIA established a Vatican desk. Under Angleton... Strategies between the CIA and the church were drafted to undermine left-wing movements throughout Europe and South America. The affairs of politically suspect members of the Kira were monitored by moles. The actions of progressive priests, particularly in Latin America, were thwarted by strong-arm techniques during the early years of the Cold War. Angleton swore his allegiance to Holy Mother Church and became a knight of the sovereign military order of Malta. This this secret society, dating back to the Crusades, including William Casey, William Colby, and John McCone, who were all future CIA directors, 
General Vernon Walters, who would become the deputy director of the CIA under George H.W. Bush, Albert Caron mentioned in the previous chapter, CIA... CIA Special Agent William F. Buckley, who would become the owner and publisher of National Review, Frank Shakespeare, the director of CIA, made outlets Radio Free Europe and Radio Liberty, Nap Liberty, NATO General and future Secretary of State Alexander Haig and Wild Bill Donovan, and SMOM Knight of particular interest was General Reinhard Galeen, who had served as Hitler's intelligence chief for the Eastern Front during World War II. In 1945, Galeen had been asked by the OSS to set up stay-behind units made up of fellow Nazis to spy on the Soviet Union, the units known as the Galeen Organization, eventually transformed into the BND or the Bundeshtokensind under Chancellor Konrad Adenauer in 1956. Business between the CIA and the Vatican began, began at the annual gathering of the SMOM in Rome and New York. Cardinal Francis Spellman. Spellman sanctioned future strategies against the communist forces in Europe in the name of the Pope. The Vatican playing such a huge role in the Gladio. William Colby, the CIA station chief in Rome, had microphones planted throughout the papal this continued surveillance would continue until 1984. Vatican now became a principal depository not only for black funds, but also top secretary documents including CIA files relating to the development of nuclear weapons. One of these documents, never declassified, surfaced in 2006 during the process of discovery in Alperin versus Vatican Bank a class action suit by Holocaust survivors who claimed that IOR was a re repository of gold that had been stolen from them by the Nazi Croatian government. Hell, hell a well plan had been implemented. The connection between the Vatican CIA and the Mafia was made, and things would have to progress with discretion. Shepapalia, now unable to keep up with the CIA's increasing demand, new routes would soon be determined. The Sicilians would also have to secure proper facilities and train scientists to refine the raw product. New markets in the United States had to be developed. July 1, 1963, John F. Kennedy was the special guest at banquet held in the Cuano Palace and arranged by the Italian President Antonio Signi. Nini's greatest hope was that JFK would lend his support to the opening to the left creating a left-of-the-center correlation between the Socialists and Italy's ruling party. Shortly after, Kennedy would give his official approval to Lepature and ask labor leader Victor Ruther and his brother Walter, president of the United Auto Workers, to help generate financial aid to the Socialists. Upon his return from Europe, Arthur Schlesinger, the man who had initially convinced Kennedy to support Lepature, Schlesinger and his students took a group approach to history, sharply downplaying the role of individuals. Groups were defined by ethnicity, Irish, Jews, German, Italians, Hispanic, Blacks, White, you get the picture. Or they would describe them by class, middle class, lower class, and higher class. 
their model was that the urban environment, including the interaction with the other groups, shaped their history and group outlook in deterministic fashion. He believed in socialism from the beginning, and with his own personal agenda at hand, things would once again go further down the rabbit hole. Now, whether Kennedy was informed of the Operation Gladius or on the subject of Italy's post-war clandestine stay-behind guerrilla army of virtually anti-communist, anti-socialist, and anti-democratic organization, when John F. Kennedy became president in January 1961, the policy of the United States toward Italy changed because Kennedy, unlike his predecessors, Truman and Eisenhower sympathized with the PSI Italian Socialist Party. His plans for reform was met with strong resistance from both the U.S. State Department and the CIA. Shadowy forces back in Washington that remained hell-bent on thwarting the president's goals and whose actual alliance was to a power elite that transcended the agenda of any mere president. One was James Angleton, the CIA's chief of counterintelligence, who played a singular role in rescuing and recruiting some of the more Bastille fascists who were later to serve in Operation Gladio, such as Prince Junu, Valerie Porcozzi, a.k.a. the Black Prince, commander of an anti-partisan campaign that murdered hundreds of Italian communists who had fought against Mussolini. Another notable spook was Richard Helms, the CIA deputy's director for plans, who along with Alan Doles helped to establish the famous MK Ultra, a barbaric mind control. program that even the CIA's current website admits broke the Nuremberg Code that prohibits experimentation with humans without their consent. Bill Harvey, another person of interest, not part of the upper echelon, still involved in some of the notable programs, Operation Mongoose, as well as ZR Rifle, the agency's assassination program designed to eliminate foreign leaders Alan Doles, who although officially retired in 1961 at JFK's insistence, continued to exert significant influence behind the scenes. Doles Operation Paperclip and Galeen Operation had rescued Nazis from the prosecution at the Nuremberg trials, either by changing their names or altering their resumes. So they could later be used as scientists and engineers in American research projects and also as intelligence officers against the USSR for West Germany a paperclip paved the way for similar compromises with unrepentant fascists, Nazis, and right-wing terrorists who were recruited to serve in the secret Gladio network throughout the Europe. Although with NATO's consent, it's also worth noting that the right-wing terrorist does not have the same meaning in Germany that it does in America. Germany is right-wing, is communist, and left-wing means socialism. In America, right-wing means conservative, gun owner, Christian. Left-wing means Democrat, liberal, etc. Former NATO intelligence officer explained the operation was unsolicited, started in 1952, the exercise had been going on since Alan Doles had begun working with the Department of Defense. Dino Panzono, the CIA's leader operator in Italy, approached Sereno Frito, 
future prime minister about Morrow's recent conversation with Kennedy during the Rome visit. Penzino and the powers that be learned that JFK and Morrow had agreed to advance the goals of Aperture or the opening to the left. With electoral success, the CPD, the CDB, the CDP, excuse me, could now join NATO. Following after, the direction of Italian government would fall under the secret control of NATO's clandestine operational arm, Gladio. According to Italian megastrate Felice Casson, to undermine such collaboration, a strategy of tension, the disruption of ordinary civilian life by prefabricated social violence and chaos would put into a place by forces within the state. When Bill Harvey arrived in Rome, no time was wasted. Immediately, he ordered Renzo Roku to use his action squads to carry out bombings of Christian Democratic Party offices and newspaper terrorists, acts that were to be blamed on the left. Lemonitzer served as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff from 1960 to 1962, leaved after approving the infamous Operation Northwoods, submitted to Secretary of Defense Robert McNair. Lemonitzer informed Kennedy that the Joint Chief of had plans for recruiting plausible pretexts to use force against Cuba. With the pretext either attacks on U.S. aircraft or Cuban action in Latin America for which we would retaliate. A few months later, Kennedy denied Lemonitzer a second term and informed the general that he would instead be serving at the helm of NATO. Northwoods clearly illustrates how this sort of immoral strategy Strategic thinking was typical of the power elite, also leaving innocent citizens to pay in the way throughout history. For example, 1961, Paisier Fontano bombing Giuseppe of mine, a mild-mannered pacifist, anarchist, and antidetic. Penelia had been too poor to pursue studies in school, was escorted to police headquarters in Malin, he was on friendly terms with the local authorities and was allowed to drive a scooter to the police station. Detained and subjected to a prolonged examination, Penelli never survived his interrogation. December 12th, midnight, the mild-mannered pacifist went flying through a fourth-floor window, plummeting to his death. Police claimed that Penelli had committed suicide, then in 1975, he was cleared of any involvement in the Pazio Fontana bombing, inspiring Nobel Prize winner Loretta Duro Foe to write a play, Accidental Death of an Anarchist. Though I don't share his beliefs, may peace be with him at last, for, his, for this is a person. Italy's right brigades, left-wing groups, were steered to violence once the leadership of these groups was suppressed, and if the violence surpassed their control, They'd stand by and let him happen. Making any excuse to gain civil liberties and freedom. It's important to note that secret armies were established in certain European countries even before the existence of NATO. 1949 and its Gladio network and America Operation Signature Reduction operates both domestically and internationally using a low-profile force of clandestine warriors who sometimes wear civilian clothes as they carry out their assignments. CIA's domestically-based Operation Chaos 
Similar acts of infiltration and excitement to violence were also occurring in U.S. soil during this same period. Giving two examples, the Weather Underground in Cincinnati were taught the art of bomb making by an ex-Green Beret and Vietnam veteran named Larry Grethewall, an agent provocateur and FBI informant who also supplied them with guns. While the Fair Play for Cuba committee was infiltrated by a man named Lee Harvey Oswald, a known CIA asset at the time of the Department of Justice, November 22, 1963, served the dual purpose of providing a patsy for the JFK assassination and destroying the FPCC. The murder of the president was sent as a warning to the world. The New World Order was a here. More examples of the deep state pure carnage to freedom would be the infiltration and de destruction can be found in the history of the Black Panther movement, which featured the CIA's drug-induced manipulation of Huey Newton and the Beery's role in manipulating the police to assassinate Panther leaders Mark Clark and Fred Hampton. Informants were effectively paid a bounty in the form of bonuses personally approved by FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. General Reinhard Gelin, whom Hitler appointed as Chief of Foreign Armies East in 1942 and whose secret service career was with the Nazis, was focused on fighting the Soviet Union. His role in one of the most terrible atrocities of the war, the torture, interrogation, and murder of, by starvation of some four million Soviet prisoners of war. Gelin's atrocities were known but was still brought over during Operation Paperclick and sent to Fort Hunt, Virginia. The general and his crew were shipped safely back to Germany. He became the director of the Galeen Organization, West Germany's top intelligence agencies, which also interrogated other brutal and corrupt Nazis into its structure. U.S. President Truman and General Chancellor Adenauer Hurl had signed a secret protocol with the U.S. on West Germany's entry into NATO in May 1955. It was agreed that the West German authorities would refrain from active, active legal pursuit of known right-wing extremists. What is not known, so well known, is that the other top German politicians were prior and prior knowledge to the existence of secret resistance plans. Thus. The state-controlled terrorists were given the carte au blanche to operate without fear of reprisal. In 1995, the gig was up. A 370-page report was drafted. Operation Gladio was in the public eye. To properly investigate possibly connections to terrorism, parliamentations demanded to see a list of the Gladio soldiers. Listing with their names exercised and replaced by birth dates in order to compare them to known terrorist suspects. To maintain confidentiality, the Senate Commission agreed the list would be shown to three judges who were investigating the case. However, they refused to hand over the list, leaving many questions still unanswered. But what was understood, America was under Operation Gladio as well, and maybe still be ongoing. The jackals that were let loose upon this world and would ultimately change warfare before its time. However, the next step and ultimately step, ultimate step is to bring the Western world under their control, using their state-sponsored terrorist attacks to further us into a war that is unneeded, undermined, 
and completely will undermine our dollar and enslave the rest of the world under total digital control, Operation Mockingbird, manipulation news media for propaganda purposes typically to sway public and supporting a war agenda and sneer campaigns with disinformation. The Operation funds student and cultural organizations and magazines as front organizations. Still in use today, its main efforts are thwarted towards bringing America down. Many questions still unanswered. The deep state continues to feed the masses with social, social engineering. Without the concept of common sense, they can blow up or burn anyone they choose. This is Leonardo for Subliminal Message Studios, and this is Operation Gladio.